0: Popecast Podcast, how are we doing? Once again, we are back at you. We are live. We are in living color. My voice is sounding delicious today. I will tell you that. I'll come out and say that. I'm bold enough to make such a forward proclamation. We're doing it once again. You're here. I'm here. We're all here together. Popecast Podcast. You better believe it. We're streaming on YouTube, we are on all podcast platforms. If you're lucky enough to be on the YouTube right now, you're seeing that your boy got a haircut. I get it. I did. I got a trim, a little trim, trimmerie. We had family pictures. I played ball, and I got it looking cute for you guys today. We got a lot to talk about. I will tell you right off the bat. Um, I don't need my bacon on social media. The bacon packaging that I have in the fridge right now has a Twitter account. You know, we're going to talk about that. We'll dive into that. If that's not a hook that's got you just on the edge of your seat, you know, let's talk about why our bacon, we don't need it on social media, right? We don't need it on social media. Um, The kids are a trip. I got them. You know, a lot of you guys know this. I'm a stay-at-home dad, and I'm gosh darn good at it. All right? I'll say it. I'm a gosh darn good stay-at-home dad. The, uh... Saying spring chicken, you heard this? The saying spring chicken has me thinking though about being a parent. If a spring chicken is a young fresh chicken, then at the very best, I'm like Thanksgiving turkey right now. okay, It's Halloween season, but I'm I'm a Thanksgiving turkey. I'm just about ready to be sliced up and put on the table. okay? No more spring chickens here. You know, if we're being generous, maybe I am a late fall chicken. I don't know what chickens are doing in the late fall, but I bet they're sitting around laying eggs, right? My dad always told me, segue, no segue. I just jumped right into it. I just am a reckless, reckless podcast host. My dad would always tell me when I would get injured or sick, pretty much anything, you know. If I just came down with a little sniffle, he go, well, you know what? You got to drink more water, son. You got to drink more water. That's the key to health. Drinking more water no matter what it was. Drink more water. Sniffles, water. Flu, water. Broke my wrist one time. He said, what I tell you, you got to drink more water. Put a little bit of water on that wrist there. You'll be all right. That was an original thought that I had. And it's a true story about my dad, no matter what the ailment is, drink more water um until i and I also realize that it's it's um it's a chris Rock joke too, you know his put a little tussin on it joke, rub a little tussin on it. it's a hilarious chris Rock joke. it's also a uh, mildly funny Ian Pope joke about water, so what are we doing? you know we're living life in the fast lane. I want to know this. I want to know why garage door openers only get credit for half their job. Right? They're closing that door too. Gravity's not doing all the work. At the very least, they're releasing it, letting it start to come down. Garage door opener and closer is a little wordy, I guess. Always be closing. I like my garage doors like I like my salesmen. Always be closing. We're not just opening. You got to open it to close it. You got to know when to open it. That reminds me of a song that I wrote with my daughters a little while ago. This is a great song. It's possibly a country. It's possibly a country western classic in the making. Okay, it's a pretty good song. I'm gonna leak it right now. I'm gonna sing it. So I'm gonna sing it and I'm gonna leak it and I'm gonna leak it and I'm gonna, it and I'm gonna sing it and it's gonna be great. And you guys can have it. It's free use song, free use free use lyrics. I would like. Somebody to sample this and use it um, possibly attached to some real musical talent. I'm going to try to do it in one take here because, as you know, as always, the Popecast is recorded in one take for better or worse with no edits. No edits for better or worse. Oftentimes for better, many times for worse, as we know, as we found out in the past, as we'll find out again in the future. Here's the song without further ado. A country-western classic that I have recently written with the help of my daughter's. At the dining room table. Okay. I got ketchup on my elbow, ranch on my wrist, mustard on my belly. I'll blow you a kiss. Pretty good. Here's the alternate version right here. I got honey mustard on my elbow, ranch on my wrist. Barbecue on my belly, I'll blow you a little kiss. Pretty good, huh? I won't vouch for my singing skills um, because they are non-existent. My dad always tells a story about how, explaining why he can't sing. He tells a story explaining why he can't sing, saying that he was in an, like a mechanic shop when he was a boy. And he picked up a Coca-Cola can and drank it. He was in a mechanic shop as a boy, and he picked up a Coca-Cola can, and he drank the Coca-Cola can, and inside of the can was gasoline. And his voice was forever fried. That's the story that my that my dad tells. Who knows if this is true? Um, it does not explain the reason I can't sing. I'll tell you that. If I had a similar tale, I would tell it. Um, But I do not. So I'll sing the song for you one more time. I'll do my best here. I'm really going to try to get into it, okay? This is a country-western classic, free use for the masses. Lyrics up for grab, okay? Honey mustard on my elbow. Ranch on my wrist. Barbecue on my belly, baby. I'll blow you a little kiss. (laughs) It's pretty good. Pretty good. It's a, it's a, you know, it's in the works. Put it in put it in the rotation. Huh? If you're still listening right now, you're a real fan of the Popecast, and I love you for it. I love you for it. I've got a project that I'm working on. I've got several projects that I'm working on. I've got a lot in the hopper right now, things I'm very excited about. Um, my good friend has uh, suggested a video series for me that I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to record. Um, this is going to be fun. It's going to be friendly prank calls, It's going to be friendly, friendly prank calls. Like I'm going to call a dry cleaner and I'm going to compliment them. I'm going to say something like, I sent my clothes in wet and dry and they came back dry and clean. And then they're going to be like, yeah, that's what we do. And I'm just going to keep complimenting them. I'll be like, I like when a business does exactly what they say they're going to do. You know, not enough businesses do exactly what they say they're going to do these days. And you guys are different and I appreciate you for that dry cleaner. And I'm just going to keep keep uh keep the conversation going you know like i heard that a lot of the chicken that kfc makes isn't even made in kentucky you know but this dry cleaner they send my clean, clothes home dry and clean regularly i haven't been to the dry cleaner in years i um so the thing about prank calls is is that you don't know if they're going to work out right and um i guess i've never done one before Back in the day, we probably did star six, nine. Did any of you guys do star six, nine on your calls before you would call out? That was a lot of fun back in the day. Star six, nine prank calling come up as blocked, I think. So I'm going to try to get back in the swing of things. I'm going to make them friendly prank calls because I want everybody to have a good time. I don't really know the end game, but it's just going to be fun improvising. And I think that, um, you know, so I'm going to try to be nice to them until they hang up on me, I guess. Try for information. Look for a fun quote out of the dry dry cleaning employees. Um, yeah, we'll see how that one goes. So that's the first idea. The second one is much more concrete. My dad owns a 54 Ford school bus that is, it's been through the hopper. It's been through the ringer. It has most recently been the subject of a prostitution investigation. Not at the hands of my father fortunately for our family uh meals and the discussions we have there we don't have to go down this road but i will say that it was parked at at a shop it was parked at a black like, mechanic shop in town for a long time over the course of the winter and the mechanic shop sits adjacent to an apartment complex and as an, an investigation began essentially Focused on the apartment complex that there was maybe some prostitution going on in the apartment complex. But it turns out they were not only having the deed done in the apartment complex, they were also outsourcing maybe some of the grosser jobs, stuff they didn't want to happen inside the apartment. They were sending them outside into the 54 Ford school bus. Startling behavior, right? Pimps know no bounds. They don't pimps know no bounds they'll do anything they'll they'll turn them out inside of your school bus inside of a family heirloom my dad purchased this as he famously tells the story he purchased this school bus when he was about 18 years old he was riding his bike through the town the bus was originally used as a transportation vehicle for a local convent how classic what a classic beginning of this so, a local convent nuns would travel around in this old fifty-four Ford school bus, to and from all of their nunning activities, whatever that the nuns of Northern Iowa were doing. A lot of uh, Germans, Germans up there. They do Bratwurst days. The German culture, like the Amer- like the cool German culture, not the not the weird one, you know, up there. So they got all the nuns that were traveling around in the school bus. Eventually, the nunnery. Put it up for sale and it was taken on by a school. And the school was driving kids around in it until they decided they wanted to sell it. And one day my dad was riding his bicycle around small town St. Ansgar, Iowa. Came upon this school bus. It was a deal. He bought it. He scooped it up. And it was from that day forward it's been in our family. And it's been um, I've had many memories in there. We used to go look at Christmas lights in there all together as a family we used to just ride around. It was parked. By, he built a deck on top, so there was a ladder up to the roof. Just all sorts of hijinks as a kid in there. The entire inside was carpeted. There was no seats in there. The walls were carpeted, and the floors were carpeted. And this is probably why local prostitutes found it so welcoming. In hindsight, it makes sense. It looks like it may be um, made for it, you know? So bachelor parties back in the day, my dad and his brothers tell wild stories of all these hijinks that happened on this bus. You know, So the stories are endless. There's lots of good stories in there. And I'm going to capture it all in a documentary film. So first things first, I'm having a bunch of B-roll shot. Got a friend um, who's in the industry who's going to go through and just shoot inside and out beautiful B-roll and then I'm gonna sit my dad down on the front steps of the bus, and we're gonna do an do an interview, and we're gonna get him to spill the beans on the stories and talk about why it means so much to him. The bus currently sits basically undriveable right now. Um, it's currently like a rusty blue color. Like I said, um, nobody will go in it because of the prostitution. So it needs a little bit of TLC, and who knows if it's ever gonna get it? You know, but lo and behold, believe it or not. You know, a lot of wives aren't up for the bus sitting out front of houses. Aren't up for sinking a bunch of money into an old school bus. So, what are you going to do? You know, the uh, bus legacy could only be saved by a documentary film. I would, of course, love for it to be fixed up and return to some of its old glory. I know my dad would like that a lot too. So, step one: the only thing I can do, the only thing I can really offer, is to try to documentarize the film and um have you never made a documentary film i don't know where to start but i will start i guess with a trailer i can make a two minute trailer i'm gonna have like i said my friend's shooting a lot of the beautiful b-roll so i know that a lot of that will look really professional and then we'll try to get it edited together so stay tuned for that right that's gonna be cool i'm gonna post that on the youtube channel um when it's done and then we're gonna um we're gonna see what happens you know Has anybody else misheard the famous uh, lyrics from The Little Mermaid? I can show you the world shining, shimmering, Splenda. Shop. I'll do it again. Now, this has been a singing episode. I can show you the world shining, shimmering, Splenda. Put Splenda in your coffee today unheard advertisements from the past, okay? So that was um, a non-sequitur. This show has been full of non-sequiturs today and good things like that. Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Whenever I hear their name in my head, I always, like, jumble them. I dyslexia them into Machine Gun Fox and Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly, the Fox News anchor. And a Fox holding a machine gun. So, um... I don't know what to make of that besides that that's what my brain does. And so I've got a visual now of a uh, machine gun fox and Megan Kelly and Fox News just uh, having a heyday covering it. They would be excited to cover it. They would be uh, intrigued by the fact that the fox is holding a machine gun. They would overlook the fact that it's some sort of, anyway, I don't know where I'm going with that. There's no nowhere good I'm going with that. Besides, uh, Megyn Kelly of Fox News, in my mind, is dating a machine gun fox. Keep that in mind for Halloween this year. One last thing I'm going to tell you guys right now. The best part of the show, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm scrolling to find it. Okay. I will say this. I'll go back in on the, this is the best thing right here. I don't need my bacon to be on social media. I don't need my bacon on Twitter. What are we doing, bacon companies? Unless you're going to be constantly trolling Kevin and that's your end game, you're going to make it funny somehow. But I don't need you on Twitter, bacon. I won't say the bacon company's name out of respect because I would take a sponsorship from them. But the first thing I'll tell them is that if you're going to have social media, bacon company, promote the Popecast. I don't need you guys, don't need my bacon on Twitter taking up social issues. Global warming is a real drag. Eat more bacon. You know? Blue lives matter. I th- I assume they would be blue lives matter. All lives matter. They couldn't go all lives matter because uh, the pigs, you know, they're killing all the pigs. I don't know what to make of this either. Um, the jokes will come, you know? This is just premises for the jokes. So... Yeah, if it was a survivor account from pigs, from a pig that was like eluding capture that had taken over the account, there's lots of funny options for this, you know, and he's just posting, trolling the bacon company that they're never going to catch him, that he is the most slippery pig of them all, never to become bacon, that would be fun, so... This has been the PopeCast, possibly another one of the most bizarre episodes of all time, but I do appreciate you guys tuning in. I do appreciate all the follows on the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel has grown to 230 plus subscribers. We had a video last week with 75,000 views and over 1,000 likes. So it's popping off on the YouTube. Follow me there if you want. And uh, if you don't, you're missing out. But this has been your good buddy Ian Pope signing off. The PopeCast heard globally. We're out there. We are in Bangladesh, Dhaka, United Kingdom, coast to coast in Los Estados Unidos. Have a great day, guys. Do something positive out there and make somebody smile today.